Now, at the half-year mark, despite capital's structure challenges and loss of its REIT status, Fortress has delivered a low vacancy rate of 3.3% and solid trading within its retail assets. The company is still unable to pay a distribution and is counting the tax costs of losing that status as a real estate investment trust. Joining us to unpack this set of numbers is CEO Stephen Brown. Good afternoon, Stephen. Thank you for being with us today. Good afternoon. Thank you. Nice to be here. All right, Stephen, let's talk about uh, just the performance of the assets, you know, because I think it has been um, a, a strong uh, per, uh, performance in terms of um, the value that you've been able to, to derive from your properties. Thank you. Yes, I think it, the last six months has been um, a very, very solid set of operational results. Um, I think what, what stands out for us is actually the, the asset recycling, you know, in Listed property in South Africa at the moment, it is a capital constrained environment and capital is expensive. So I think the big question which everybody's been asking is, we've got a large pipeline. How do we afford to build all of the new warehouses that we're building? Well, we sell the old underperforming assets. And if we look back over the last uh, five years, um, we've actually sold 6.2 billion rands worth of older assets and we've recycled that into 6.3 billion rands worth of new growth assets such as the pick and pay distribution center. So all of that is is now leading to much better operational results, as you mentioned, like a 4.8% vacancy at the end of December, which is is looking much better than it has in the past because we've got better quality assets. Another interesting um, aspect of the business is, uh, you know, diversifying into Europe. Let's talk about how you're faring there. It is a very different um, economic environment to that of South Africa. It is. And I think what we've seen, largely our exposure there is through our associate. We own 23.7% of a company called Nepi Rock Castle. They're in nine Central and Eastern European countries um, and own the dominant retail malls there, the, the value of that portfolio that Nepi owns is 6.6 .6 billion euros. So it's it's staggeringly large and diversified. And then we have about 2.1 billion ourselves directly held of uh, warehousing and logistics. I think what's interesting with that market is it's still the growth engine of, of the whole of Europe. When you look at the Central and Eastern European countries, although much smaller, much higher growth. So that's why we've had such success in those markets because of the economic growth and also being part of the bigger European Union has really, really helped those smaller countries in the East. Now, Stephen, these um, numbers are up until the 31st of December. In January, I think that's when, uh, you know, Fortress would have lost its re status. Let's talk about these capital structure challenges um, and how that could be reflective in the set of numbers um, that then essentially leading to January where that decision was made. Yes, so we, we were officially not a REIT from the 1st of February this year. Um, so we do pay some tax. Really, the, what a REIT is, it's a, it's a tax status that a company has. And what happens is uh, the company pays the tax when you're not a REIT, as opposed to the shareholders. Mm. So all a REIT is, is really who's paying the tax. Um, either the company pays it or it's paid at a shareholder level. So we, we have lost that REIT status, so we're paying, paying the tax. But fortunately, we're quite an efficient taxpayer because we get a, a lot of dividends from, from Nepi Rock Castle, which in our hands are exempt. And we have a further benefit, which is because we're developing so much, we get a lot of new building allowances. And the most recently announced one, which is quite topical, is the 
the increased solar deduction um, when we do renewables on our buildings as we plan to do and have to do in this market. So that's going to also shield us um, a lot from, from paying paying um, a lot of tax. I think that's that's probably a benefit. Mm -hmm. The capital structure obviously gives us some challenges, but I think the the important thing for people looking to invest and shareholders in in the market, um, investors in the market and shareholders in Fortress, sorry, is that they've got an opportunity to to neutralize that the differences themselves. If they simply go and buy roughly one Fortress A share and one Fortress B share, then they don't need to concern themselves with the differences between the share class mm -hmm. and they can neutralize it themselves and then buy a unit of equity, which in my view, and this may be a little bit biased, mm -hmm. is exceptionally cheap at the moment at um, around about a 45% discount to our, our net asset value. So, um, Stephen, in that regard, then your investors are not, um, you know, feeling, uh, you know, negative about the fact that you've lost the retailers because, like you explained, there's ways around it, and really, operationally, the business is strong. So, I mean, it is a speed bump, I mean, a speed hump, but it's not um, a tragedy within the context of the whole business. Absolutely not, and I think the shareholders are certainly now well aware of it, and I, I think have the the ability to neutralize it themselves. And then what's important for us is to really focus on on the operations. You know, there are a lot of challenges in, in terms of load shedding that our tenants are facing. And I think it's it's important for us as the landlord and the owner of the real estate, which is occupied by the tenants, to really try and find um, stable power supply at a reasonable cost, because that's what our tenants need to operate their businesses profitably and ultimately pay our rental. So let's talk now about CapEx, um, you know, and as you said that you are, you know, you're in this recycling process. Let's talk about the new developments that you possibly could have in the pipeline, those that you can share with us, of course. Um, and also, if you are looking at other territories out of South Africa, out of Europe, um, is there anywhere else where you're tempted to go? So, no, not at this stage. I think we've got our hands full in South Africa and, and, and Eastern Europe, so we're not looking at anywhere new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the pipeline of, of new developments, I think, is is really good, especially for this year. We've got um, the new pick-and-pay distribution centre out just north of the Aratambo Airport, which is 164,000 square metres. Just to put that in context, that is 16 full-size rugby fields under roof. It's the biggest single-phase distribution centre ever built in the country. So that one is is practically complete and pick and power in the process of moving in. Um, other than that, we've got 38,000 square meters in Clearwood in Durban um, that will house Sassel products. That's led to a logistics provider that does the logistics for Sassel on a 15 year lease. So we've got about 300,000 square meters oh. currently under construction. Um, and I mean, that is, it is a really, really large amount. If you think of a huge shopping centre, for example, Sandton City, you're probably looking at about 100,000 square metres. So we're currently developing in the ground three times that size. Um, and I think what's what's fortunate for our business is that we've learned so much out of these developments. You know, we really have that internal capability to roll out developments on time and within budget for tenants like um, like Pick and Pay and and like Sassel. All right. Well, Stephen, we're out of time, but thank you so much for speaking um, to us today. That was Stephen Brown, CEO of Fortress.